This podcast explores explicit and adult theme content. If discussions of sex or male bondage offend you, or if you are under the age of 18, you should not continue listening to this episode or future episodes of The Bondage Gaze. By continuing to listen, you acknowledge that you are at least 18 years old and are not offended by discussions of sex, male bondage, pornography, or any other types of content with sexual themes. Bump, 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 bump. <laughs> And then 20 minutes of silence and then bum, bum, bum. The fucking 70s porn music. The 70s porn music. I bop so hard to it, though, like when I'm in the car. Welcome back to the Bondage Gaze. I'm Nat. And I'm Sebi. And uh, today we're still joined by uh, Chris slash Boy Wonder. Hi, that's me, Boy Wonder Bound. You can find me on Instagram. Welcome back. We tried to let him out of his cage and let him go, but he wouldn't leave. So you get him for another episode. I just backed right in. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back into it then. They feed me well. <laughs> I would feed you well, though. I'm a good cook, I think. Yeah. I've never had any complaints, even if they're not gagged. <laughs> Stole my joke. I do have an eat it or wear it policy, so that could also help. So before the show, we discussed Chris's encyclopedic knowledge of our previous episodes. So of course, we had to put that to the test. I did my homework. All right, there will be a quiz on this. I'm ready. If you actually dead ass want to do a quiz, I'm down. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, can you <laughs> recite Rowan's drinking game? Uh, it's um. It's, uh, I know it was to the tune of something, and it was, um, it was like, we all love Rowan, because Rowan is our mate. Um, something, 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 he'll, he'll drink it down in eight, seven, six, five. You are very close, because we'd like to drink with Rowan, because Rowan is our mate. And when we drink with Rowan, he gets it down in eight, seven, six, five. Yeah, you are very close. And when we drink with, yeah. Because <laughs> even I remember, I was like, there was a drinking game? <laughs> he, he, um, drinks a lot. And we referenced it, we were talking, because um, me and Rowan are friends, we were talking about the podcast right when I started, like, listening to it. And he was just kind of like, I remember nothing from my episode. Because <laughs> I was hammered. And I was like, then go listen back to it. It's literally right there. He's like, I can't hear my own voice. Why do you think I'm gagged and everything? A lot of people say that. I hated my voice, but honestly, doing this, I've gotten used to it. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was a funny thing when we started doing the podcast and interviewing people who model. And it's like, you know, all of them are very used to being recorded, but most of them are gagged when they're recorded. Yeah. Like, I want to be a model so bad. You already are. I mean, I technically am, but like, I want to be like, I want to be on like Bound Guys or Retro Rope or Insert Bondage Site here, Ropes and Whatnots. Well, if any of you are listening to the podcast, yes, if anyone's listening to the podcast, please, you can find me at Boy Wonder Bound. Please, I would love to model. I'm currently talking to Bound guys, actually, oh. um, but they are a dry from me. Okay, yeah, it's like, cause, yeah, with Bound guys, I like because they have people in different parts of the country, right? Like, so yeah, it's like, but so the nearest person to you is yeah, is still to Chicago, oh. probably. Oh, oh, okay, so that yeah, okay. just still like a twelve-hour drive. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's a bit much. Um, yeah, <laughs> which still, I'm like, I'm like, do I wanna? I wanna. If you can make work use of the trip, like make it a road trip. Find some people along the way and then visit them or stay or go to wherever they are 12 hours away and stay there for a week if you can. Yeah. Go sightseeing. I don't know. I don't know America. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I don't know any monuments like Disneyland, the White House. I've seen the White House. <laughs> just, just, just throw it all. Just throw it all Americana. Like like the fucking the, the, the Liberty Bell and Mount, Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Statue of Liberty, like <laughs> they're they're all everywhere in America. Oh yeah, I mean I've heard of all these places. I just I've been on top of the Empire State Building. It's not worth it. Oh. It's just you look down and like, oh, a gray city. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I have visited. I have heard of all these places. I just off the top of my head, they're the only two things I could think of. Meanwhile, you ask us the same thing, and we're just kind of like the big banana. That's it. Opera House, the Opera House, the Bridge, City Harbor Bridge. The big pineapple. Isn't there a big pineapple? Probably. 
I don't get to travel anywhere, like even in throughout the country. I've never left New South Wales, so I don't know. There is Uluru, but like it's not open to tourists anymore. Mm -hmm. It's very like like indigenous heritage, like offensive, but having it as a tourist attraction. So Mm -hmm. Uh, rightfully so, it's closed off to the public. Do you have another quiz question? (laughs) Um, Okay. How many times on the show have I said cunt? The limit does not exist. <laughs> I know, yeah, because that would be well, because you would have to actually be counting them, and I don't know how many people would like be, th- yeah, yeah, it's like how many people would be thinking to like, oh, I want to tally up every single cunt on the show, like tally up every single cunt on the show. I count three right now. I count three. <laughs> is that the husband? It is the husband. Hello, husband. Chris says hello, husband. Hello. I told him that you bark at me sometimes. Oh. I growled at me. He was very impressed and a little turned on. <laughs> if you tell him, he will know. Say hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. And you want to say hi to our listeners? Hi. This is the guy that ties me up in my videos. Oh. Those hands do magic, apparently. <laughs> this is the only other thing I could think of, and I'm not even 100% sure if I know the answer. Who was the first guest to say their favorite gag was a ball gag? I'm trying to go down the list, the, like the order of guests in my head now. Um, I think I know the episode. I don't remember the name of the guest, though. Was it all geared up? You know what? I don't know. Did Bernie say he likes ball gags? He might have. Well, it would make sense, but he's not who I thought of when you asked that question. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> I guess you can't beat duct tape over the mouth, but I've also tried a ball gag as well. So that works pretty well. Okay, I was... Okay, I know definitely Ed said ball gags. I don't know if he was the first. Ed was who I was thinking of. Well, my favorite gag... I I love ball gags. Yeah, they're so fucking hot to me. I think since I was... Since I saw that Hustle movie, something triggered there. But I really, really love them. I I have a couple of them. Okay, yeah, it's because I'm like... Because didn't Isaiah say something about liking ball gags? No, Isaiah's tape. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, I mean, tape, obviously, is my biggest one. Honestly, even less for, like, the feel of it and more for the aesthetic of it. Here's another one for you. Last question, because then we'll get back on topic. Do the other questions. Can you name all the guests in order? No. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. Can you name all the guests, at least? Okay, so going off the top, the first people that I think of, um, Gaz, because he was the first. Yep. Rowan, Mike. Isaiah Struggler. Um, I don't remember his name. I don't know if you guys said his name, but uh, it's uh, Bound for Pleasure is his account. Yes, Jordan. Yeah, Nick. Yeah, Nick, aka what? It's another. It's another name, but it's spelled weird. So I, when I looked it up on Bound, guys, I could not find his name. Okay. Um, Titus. Titus. Oh, he spells it with a D. All right. That's all I got. Okay. Yeah. And me. Yeah. Well, you missed a couple. There's obviously the people that haven't aired yet, which would be Shane, Luke. Kev, yeah, you missed Ed and you missed Kieran and Brody. Anyway, let's move on. So I know you talked about small soldiers, but what would you say is your favorite bondage scene in a movie or TV show? Is it a different one? Yeah, is that that one was more of like my radioactive spider bite to realize that I liked it. Okay, it was the realization, but probably favorite that like I'll revisit probably the one from Batman Forever with Robin iconic just because you know Robin I kind of kind of got a brand up so Robin definitely or any of the ones from the classic TV show because that's like the one I based the costume off of okay yeah anytime Robin got tied up okay yeah it's like so you like like the Adam West um like style like Batman like the no pants (laughs) I can't I'm sorry I can't hear Adam West and not think of family guy yeah adam west (laughs) my my, my favorite adam west moment is his cat launcher (laughs) yeah (laughs) paul what a ridiculous name for a cat (laughs) paul (laughs) do you have any other favorite scenes uh all the robin ones yeah (laughs) um i'd say then of course the classic disney ones the aladdin the prince philip the yeah the ones that everybody mentions every time i'm trying to be different but like (laughs) we only have so much did, did you watch the, did you watch like the Batman cartoon from the 90s or the Spider-Man cartoon or anything like that? Like, I mean, because those usually had. I did not. Yeah, because those usually had quite a bit of bondage in them. Yeah. Um, There's one hand gag in the Mummy movie. 
the sequel. That's it. That's all I got. I haven't seen it. One whole hand gag. Hmm. It's two seconds long. If you want to put in some time, you can always chuck it in video editing software and play it, reverse it, replay it, reverse it. Yeah. So extend it to like a 20 second clip. Yeah. And then post it. I was thinking for your own personal collection, but uh, you can share it with the rest of us. Share with the world. Share with the world. Charity work. Okay, so uh, what would you say is your favorite gag? Probably a tape gag, but it has to be stuffed. Yes, that's my boy. <laughs> your boy Wonder. That's my boy Wonder. <laughs> okay, so yeah, then so like specifically like duct tape or is there like a specific kind of tape? Duct tape is usually the go-to. Yeah, um, I'm privy to Gorilla Tape. Which it's very just because it like the it, the adhesive is a lot better. Um, I also just love the smell of duct tape. Is that weird? The smell of duct tape. No, not weird at all. I'll just be like chilling in my room, just kind of like just puffing it. Yeah, like I mean, even um, a guy I've been playing with, like he like his he's really into like the smell of duct tape. Like he's not even really that into like smells necessarily. Like some guys are. But yeah, like, I, I remember because he got like a shitload of duct tape, like before a session. And so I was kind of looking through the stuff that he got. And then for like one duct tape, like, I, you know, I like kind of just pulled it a little open just to check it out. And he was like, oh, my God, that smells so hot. <laughs> and then he he got the roll and just so he could smell it. Like That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, the tape with the stuff, but it's got to be stuffed. Yes. Needs to be. I'm actually, um, one of my friends does, um, like dildos. He like makes custom dildos and stuff. And he has this one, uh, like silicone toy, which is literally just balls. Like he literally took the design of the dildo and then like edit, like chopped off the balls basically. And then has the balls and he says that they're good stress balls. And I was like, have you thought about that being stuffing for a gag? And he was like, no, but now I want to. Hmm. Wow. So in the near future, I may be trying that and I will report back. Hey, how would you do that? It's like, yeah, it's like the it's like smaller than a fist. Like it's a, it's about the same size you would have a stuffing bee and it's silicone so you can like chew it and chew it and chew it. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. I find that interesting because I'm like, I mean, for like muzzles and shit, like are those silicone? Like are like the parts that go in the mouth, like are those silicone? Like, yeah, I wonder if it would be like similar to that. And maybe it's interesting to think of that like separate, like on its own. And then, you know, like whatever goes over the mouth is, you know, whatever you want it to be like yeah because he with the same silicone makes chew toys for pups okay like specifically so that like they'll be able to like last and not like break and so it would work in theory it's just he hasn't thought about it yeah until i gave him the idea and now he's thinking about it well i hope he gives you a cut of the profits i hope he just lets me test it okay well if that's what you're willing to settle for then yeah he should do that yeah right now he's right there okay you're, you're you're a test pup you're yeah oh and really you need to test it for a longer period of time to guarantee its effectiveness yeah so why don't you just tie up stuff it in your mouth jack tape it and sam gets to choose how long 24 hours <laughs> that's it <laughs> i expect you to look more horrified <laughs> i'm just kind of like that's it just 24 i'm like i could just imagine taking out like lab coats and and, and clipboards <laughs> One grunt for comfortable, one grunt. <laughs> Maybe 100 hours? 100 hours seems like a tested for 100 hours in the marketing. In a row. Yeah, we can change your ties every 24 or so. Yeah. So your muscles don't die. Yeah, atrophy. Atrophy, yeah. I was, the word I was thinking was die, but it was, I wanted atrophy, I just couldn't think of it. Mm. It sounds more scientific. <laughs> I live with a nurse, I hear scientific shit like that all the time. Mm. Yeah, I do it to him with accounting stuff. Meanwhile, I'm an actor, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure there's stage things that us normal people wouldn't be privy to. Yeah. That's not to say you're not normal, but I mean, those of us who don't act. I'm not. It's bold of you to assume I am. No, I mean, I've realized that sounded wrong, but what I meant is just people that don't act. <laughs> it sounded wrong, but it was so accurate. <laughs> who wants to be normal? <laughs> Fuck being normal. <laughs> yeah, I'll just talk about finance shit. They'll be like, wow, I didn't ask. I'm like, the, 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 this just reminds me of the episode of The Simpsons when... Um, Patty and Salma take Mars to like a, a speed dating thing because she has amnesia. She can't remember Homer. 
And then the, the, the woman that's hosting it, when they're like, is, is, is this how you met your husband? Oh, no, I, I met my husband through friends, like regular people. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> wow, I remember my friend making that joke, like, just before, like, Grinder and shit came out. And then him kind of talking about, like, how funny he, he thinks that joke is. Because it's like, oh, people meeting online. That's so, you know, that's what losers do and everything. And na- now that's just everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny how times have changed. Because that's what my family members used to rip on another family member for meeting her husband in a chat room. But now, fuck, like, I'm sure 90% of relationships that have started in the last year were met on online. Like, yeah. Yeah, I've met every every person who uh, I've been involved with, like, at Kinkwise online. Especially with kink, like, because how many people are going to fucking find another kinkster, like, in their hometown or wherever the fuck they live? Like, just going to the town square, just looking for, like, I'm looking for a Dom bondage top. <laughs> Just walk around holding a coil of rope like normal people, okay? It's kind of like, hello? Hello? I'm available? 100% passive? Well, there is the hanky code. Does anyone still use it? It's referenced to, but I don't know if people like use it actively. Yeah. <laughs> I should test that out. I just cover myself in gray bandanas, running through town square. It could work. It could get you institutionalized, but roll that dice. You'll either institutionalized, straight jacket. I was gonna say you'll either end up hog tied and tape gag or straight oh, or straight jacketed and sedated. So. so I'm hearing a win or a better win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One comes with free meals. This is very true. Maybe institutionalized is good. No more having to cook or go to work. No cooking, going to work. Straight jackets. You, you, you occasionally get straight jacketed and muzzled. Like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> like Hannibal fucking Lecter. You could be like a screamer or a fighter or a spitter. So that's why they, they'll gag you. And <laughs> Nat's just like going off into a fantasy right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I can, this is a good story. <laughs> okay. Well, well, <laughs> well, like thinking about like in the movie, say it isn't so. It's funny because it's such a short kind of bonded scene. But yeah, with Chris Klein, like he does wind up in a straight jacket and a muzzle. And I, I think it's because it's because he got in a fight with like another like inmate and he and I think he bit him. And so, so that's why they put the muzzle on him. Ah. <laughs> uh. I always wondered why he got muzzled. Because he asked politely. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind saying that scene again. Yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't bad. And there was like a little bit of like, you know, of like muffled like moaning and stuff. It, yeah. It's cute. I mean, I was 13 when I saw it, so I didn't fully appreciate it, but I wouldn't mind watching it. Maybe one of you just needs to fly a banner over that says, I'm your brother, marry me. <laughs> okay, that even reminds me of like when the when those guys kidnap him. I mean, so that's another thing. I mean, they don't really tie him up, but they kidnap him and they like take him out to the woods to kick his ass. <laughs> and then he winds up getting away because the main villain guy is, 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 oh yeah, he's not wearing his glasses. So he winds up hitting his friend instead of him. And then so, yeah, it's like, so, you know, the main character is running away. <laughs> and then he says, if, if you come back here, We'll we'll tie you to a tree and fuck you in the asshole and jerk you off. Show you what we do to perverts around here. <laughs> and his friend even looks at him like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, all right. here I am. Do you worst? <laughs> okay. Well, I've been holding this question for like ten minutes. We went a bit off topic. Us off topic? Never. Hey, I think if we stayed on topic, we'd have been cancelled after episode two. Yeah, it's it'd be twenty minute episodes. Yeah. But what would you say is your favorite kind of stuffing then? Um, probably socks. Clean or dirty? Yes. <laughs> dirty, okay, so dirty sweat, yes. Dirty actual dirt, I'm good. Yeah, I request that they be turned inside out. Yes, that's it, turn them inside out. Yeah, because you, you don't want shit from your carpet, like, in your mouth. Like, no. Yeah, or, like, actual dirt. No. Especially with somebody who has cats and, you know, there's, like, cat hair and kitty litter crumbs and... Cat hair just gets on fucking everything. That's one thing that is frustrating about wearing a mask because I feel like the cat hair is all over the mask too. So I'll be like trying to like internally scratch my nose underneath. I'm like, it's not Rona. I've just gotten into this habit that every time I put on a mask, I like aggressively whip it against the table or something. And that just gets like all. I might try that. No, I'm not going to anti-mask here. Like I'm yeah. very, I'm very pro-mask in a pandemic. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm just saying it makes me itch like a motherfucker. Yeah. If it has like hair or thread or something on it, I'll just kind of 
And then, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, just, yeah, like, any kind of fuzzies that just get on your face, and, yeah, it's annoying. Stretches out the elastics, though. So how much stuffing can you fit in your mouth, then? Uh, I think the furthest I've ever gotten was three ankle socks. That's not too bad. That's, like, one and a half crew, I reckon. Yeah. Like, the ones that go, like, at, like, the ankle, like, like at, like, the, like, arch, like, the, like, the bend of the ankle. Yeah. So, like, pretty, pretty decent. Also, I wear really thin socks, anyway. Yeah. Just for comfort. Yeah, like, have you tried gagging yourself with, with, like, a sponge? Like... I've wanted to, but then no... I would have to, like, go out and get sponges. Yeah, and carpet. Because then when I, I think about it when I'm, like, doing the dishes, and I'm like, no. You don't keep any spares in the house? The ones that don't have the, like, abrasive, like, side. Uh... Yeah. I'd have to, like, go get, like, the soft ones specifically. Yeah. See, we use soft ones, so they're kind of a bit, they're like light and thin, so I don't think they'd work very well. Yep. Something to think about. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I definitely want to try. It's just for stuff like content, you can't see the stuffing that's in my mouth, in my videos or pictures, so. Yeah, exactly. It's not like at the top of my list of things. Yeah. And people have said that like sponge gags are a lot more muffling, but I haven't noticed much of a difference. I, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't tried to. Well, I guess we'll just all, we'll have to test it out. Yeah. Tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could watch some old star bondage. I'm sure they've tested it out. Yeah. Because of the quiet game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then, I mean, the funny thing about that is I think it also just depends on like a person's voice or something. Like, because some people are just very easy to muffle and some aren't. Like, yeah, I'm very loud. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. So is Nat. But he is like, you gag him and he's dead silent. <laughs> Whereas I don't think I'm as loud, and yet I can be a mouthy motherfucker when I'm gagged. Mm. When I get into like the subby headspace, like when it, whether it's like a bondage uh, scenario or like a pup scenario or both, I get quiet. Okay. Like I've had doms like. I'm in a puppy group chat and then we'll all be talking like random topic will come up and they're talking about like what happens when we get into like our head spaces. And one of the doms would called me out and was like, no, you whisper, you fully like you are the most quiet I have ever seen you ever. Like this one dom had to actually like when he asked me what he wanted me to keep what I wanted him to do. When he was like, so what do you want me to do? He actually had to squeeze the answer out of me because like I was like, I can't talk. I'm so sorry. And I was whispering into his ear because I just couldn't produce sound. That's a bad dumb question. You don't ask what they want, what you want them to do. <laughs> My husband will say, are you ready? I'm like, don't ask that. And I don't know if I've told you this. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but what he would used to say is like, when I'd want to be tied up, he'd be like, okay, get the stuff, meaning obviously rope and tape. So I'd, I just for shits and giggles, when I filmed my first video, I put it in a folder. I named it Get the Stuff. A year later, I've got hundreds of videos in there. It's still called Get the Stuff. And if I have to email something to myself now, because before you couldn't post from your desktop onto Instagram, I'm really glad they fixed that. That's awesome. It's such a pain in the ass. Um, I'd put the subject as GTS, Get the Stuff. So I know it's a kinky message, kinky video. It's the same energy, which is kind of like, okay, just get, get, get your shit. Just let's get this over with. <laughs> I don't think he means it like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So what is a memorable bondage moment from a session? Uh first one that comes to mind is the one that I had last weekend. Oh. Let's see. What day of the week is it? It was a week ago today. Okay. Um, I met up with these two doms just because we had been talking for a little bit and they're like five minutes, a little over five minutes away from my campus. And they had me spread eagle to a bed. Ooh. And it was wrists ankles elbows and knees with like it, they had like a like a multi-attachment bed restraint system okay and then the, it'll be like they'll clip it onto the cuff and then it pulls like like a belt ah. and then everything was it was the most restricted i've ever felt in like a very very long time and then they're just like so we're going to get tea now would you like to be let out and i just kind of like stared i was like um no. <laughs> and then they, uh, well, I was also gagged, so I just kind of not uh, shook my head no. And then they were like, okay. And so they blindfolded me and then left to go make tea <laughs> and just relax a little bit. And then I was able to like wiggle like the blindfold off. And then I was just kind of like, okay, I think I'm done now. So then I'm calling down to them, but I have a gag on. So I'm just kind of like, oh, 
<laughs> it was going on for maybe 10 minutes of just that. And then after the 10 minutes, I just kind of like gave in and it was just kind of like, wait, no, isn't this what I want though? And then when I had that epiphany, I was like, okay, so I'm just going to enjoy it. And then I just enjoyed the fact that I'm literally doing the stuff that I was fantasizing about where like I'm completely tied up and helpless and asking to be let go. Not because like I really wanted out, but just because I was being mildly inconvenienced. Yeah. <laughs> And but I but they can't hear me because I'm gagged. And I was like, wait, no, this is kind of it's kind of what we're going for here. Yeah. And then when that thought clicked, then I was like, this is great. And then five minutes and then they were back. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean it's funny how that happens. Is I mean, obviously you're volunteering for it, so you want to do that. But yeah, it's like you just get into a weird, you know, it takes a while to get into the like the right headspace to be tied up because yeah, it's like because there is a lot, you know, there's always a moment where you're like, okay, this is kind of uncomfortable, or I kind of, you know, don't want to do this or something, or I have an itch on my face or something like that. And then after a while, it's just kind of like, okay, yeah, like, well, isn't this what the fuck I want? Like, it's not bondage till you want out. But then once you do want out, you're like, wait, I want out. I want out. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's the best feeling, but thinking about it is definitely up there. Yeah, it's like getting over that hurdle and then going like, wait, no, I'm completely helpless and incapacitated. Hmm. Finally. Yeah. It, it's funny because I, I, I don't know. I just... I mean, this is slightly off topic, but not really. But, um, but yeah, I was just remembering from like an early episode when, like, when Sammy talked about, like, what, you know, how his husband pointed out that whenever he gags him, I think especially with tape, like, he just sees this look of like happiness, like, in his face, and. It, it, it's funny because I mean, you know, I, I, at that time I, I was going years without having any sessions with anybody at all. And, um, but yeah, but recently I've been having some and a guy that I've been playing with recently kind of pointed that out of like when, when he's gagging me specifically when he stuffs my mouth, like he like noticed like, yeah, he said um, the noise that I make, it sounds like I don't like it. Like it's like a wine um, kind of thing, but then the face that I make shows that I'm like very pleased with, with what's happening. Like That's great. But yeah, same. It's very obvious that I'm in ecstasy when that tape is getting just placed over the mouth. Yeah. Especially if there's lots of stuff in I can take two crew socks. It used to hurt my jaw, but now I'm kind of used to it. Mm. Sometimes it'll hurt a bit the day after. And it's painful, but it's a kind of a very satisfying pain. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny how um, a lot of guys I play with are always so surprised at how willing I am to take tape. Like, and they're like, wow, I'm surprised that like, because I, you know, I've, I, I've had a beard like consistently for the last couple of months. And so a lot of ripping tape off of the back of, you know, the hair on the back of my head and my beard. And like, they're always so astonished by that and it's like I don't know I, I'm like I just like it like so I'm fine with it like it I mean it hurts but whatever like yeah I've had a lot of doms like be like we're gonna do like the the put two sticky sides together on the back of your head or like we'll put a tissue there or something I'm like no, just go for it go full circle all the way around I don't care like they're being a little bit too precious about it. And I'm like, no, just please, please just do it. Yeah, it's like, well, that and then especially like a lot of the tapes that I like, I'm like, they're they're not that bad to take off. Like, I mean, one of my favorite tapes is athletic tape. And like, I mean, that's meant to be kind of on skin and hair. So I mean, it hurt. It pinches a little bit when you pull it off. But I mean, it's it's nothing terrible. Like, yeah. See, I find when I have the PVC tape, what I'll do. I won't unwrap it. I will just pull the whole thing down. And then sometimes, again, because it's stretchy, I'll just fucking like pull it till it freaking rips. Otherwise, I'll cut it loose. Yeah, I'll do that with duct tape too. And it makes me feel like Superman. And be like, and then it comes off. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll go through the process of like unwinding it. Yeah, some sometimes I'll unwind, but usually. And usually because it's after a few hours that you just want to get it off. I want to get the thing down so I can have some water. Mm -hmm. Poke a hole through the gag. Yeah, it wouldn't be able to get through all the stuffing I like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, and uh, the, uh, the guy I've been playing with also recently got safety scissors. Like, so it could just be, you know, really easy to kind of tuck under like that. So he could just kind of cut, cut it like that. And then so I could just take it off like once. And mm -hmm. yeah. It's like that has been really useful. I highly recommend the safety scissors. They're great. Yeah, they came in clutch the one time I was mummified. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, and then what made him want to get them was he zip tied me once. And the, the specific ones like around my wrist 
like he, it's because he didn't he they weren't that uncomfortably tight like for being tied but they were too tight for him to like slide like something under like scissors or something like that under to cut them so um yeah it's like so that was a lot of fun <laughs> like because he was able to take everything else off and then it was just my wrists behind my back and yeah it's like like he was you know it was like a lot of attempts and it kind of hurt a little like for him to be able to yeah like to be able to slide his scissors under to get like a good enough like cut like for the <laughs> So what were you gagged with when you were spreading Um, It was one of those panel uh, pecker gags. Oh, yeah. Cool. And that was another one. It was like, it was actually like phallically like shaped. And so then I would, I would like, when I made that switch from like, I want to get out because I'm inconvenienced to I actually am enjoying this. I started sucking on it. Oh. I was just kind of like, oh, God. I like went in full headspace and I was like, this is so fun. But it only lasted like five minutes because then they were like, okay, that tea was good. I was like, no get out oh, so then did they untie you or? they um then like played with me for a little bit but i i think i stayed tied for another like half hour oh, that's too bad yeah i i haven't done and know this is a cardinal sin in presence but i've actually don't think i've ever done bondage longer than an hour that's fine though oh yeah no i know you want to if i'm saying for your sake i hope you do get to but there's no hard and fast rule that it has to be over an hour just because you've done it under an hour doesn't invalidate it what would be your most memorable self-bondage moment? Probably the one where I got stuck. The only one where I've ever gotten stuck. You tell. So I, for a while, with my self-bondage, where I would like the self-bondage with the intention of it, like not on video or anything, like I would tie myself to my bed. And I had a, it was uh, one of those slip knots where like I had the, it was like slip knot, slip knot, and then like actually tying like my ankles. So like my wrists were like escapable, but, uh, turns out this one was not escapable. <laughs> it was like one in the morning and I'm tied spread eagle to my bed, completely naked. And then I'm like, okay, this was this was a fun 30 minutes. I'm going to get out now. I'm going to get out now. Okay, I'm going to get out now. And then I was then stuck there for another like 45 minutes, just like panicking. I'm just kind of like, no, let me out, like to my own, to myself. Yeah. And then I'm like, maybe I get the, like the rope there. I think I grabbed, I grabbed like nail clippers from my bedside table and started like jumping away at the rope. It didn't work. Okay. And then eventually I was able to, because I was panicking so much, slip out of the, like the, the like around my wrist. And then I was just kind of like, go, oh. Because <laughs> I was also gagged the whole time. I'm just kind of like, breathe. Yeah. Ah, my socks are so dirty. Uh, I mean, it sounds kind of fun. And I'm sure it's a little... Thinking about it, it, thinking about it, it was fun. It's hard in retrospect to look back, but at the time, panicking, I'm sure you weren't enjoying it. Like, you weren't enjoying it. Oh, yeah, not at all. No. I mean, yeah, it's like, it, it's funny because how that happened to me, um, something very similar when, you know, when I was in college, like happened to me. Um, and yeah, but I think what I enjoy most was the first time I told one of my friends that story, and he just like enjoyed it so much. <laughs> like, and I didn't realize how embarrassing of a story it was until I told him I kind of saw his reaction. <laughs> but I, I mean, I don't know. I really liked that. Like, have, have you told that story before on here? Uh, yeah, on the self-bondage episode of, yeah, getting getting stuck to my bed. And okay. yeah, it's like, and if, you know, if I had to be released by somebody, it would have been one of my college roommates. And so always have scissors handy for one. I know now. Well, yeah, you know now, but still. Now I use like the clips with carabiners. Okay. I assume you weren't home alone. So if you had gotten stuck, someone could have untied you. It just would have been absolutely fucking mortifying yeah it would have been it would have had to have been like my sister or like my parents which i'm like if they were to like find me it would have had to have been like the next morning because like yeah actively going to like tell them that this was happening but clearly i'm here today so i got out yes i mean we i think we've all gotten stuck in bondage there was someone that was subscribed to my OnlyFans, and he was telling me how he had an internet stuff who he made tie himself up on camera and then the guy got stuck and had to get his dad tied up. I could get his dad to untie him on camera. The person that was telling me the story thought it was fucking hilarious. Like, no, that's that's terrible. Mortified, dead, deceased. Yes. Unalived, passed away. I would flee the country, change my name, and then die. Yes. 
I mean, mine knew I was doing shit because I fucking fell asleep with tape on my mouth once and then it just was a slippery slope from that. They found the shit on the computer. This is really, I've never actually told anyone this, but because I feel, I always felt a bit dirty about it. But one time, like a year or so after The Secret came out, I'd still been using it, doing it. So I guess they noticed tape was going missing. Um, I was home alone. I thought I knew where the tape was. I might go grab it a little bit and try something. My dad had written on the ends of the tape, queer. Every single fucking roll had the word queer written on it. Oh my God. Yeah. So I couldn't even bloody use it because <laughs> they had to see that that was gone. But yeah, it's like, oh my God. But yeah, it's like just, I don't know, a way for them to show you that they know what you're doing. Like that's just so, ugh. Trust me, it wasn't anywhere near the worst thing that they did. So yeah, they wonder why I've been no contact for seven years. Oh my God. Anyway, actually, I do recall another time my mother had a roll of mask and she threw it at me. She's like, why don't you go tape yourself up? Wow. Anyway, I'm sorry for bringing that up, but it's good to get that out. Get it off my chest. <laughs> um, yeah, what is an ultimate bondage fantasy of yours? Um, well, I'd probably have to go with one that surprisingly nobody has actually talked about on the podcast, which is a kidnapping role play. Pause for the joke. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Nat. Thank you. Sammy's just lost the confusion. But no, I feel like everybody who like really, like almost everybody who like really, really likes bondage and stuff, their fantasy is like they want bondage in a kidnap scenario because like that's the most like common like scenario that would happen in. Yeah. But like, yeah, uh, uh, I'd say definitely kidnap, but then like put like a spin on it. It's like, I'm a superhero that's being like captured by the villain. Yeah. Something like that. Something where I can really pretend that I don't want to be tied up. Yeah. While secretly really wanting it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Well, because something I've been thinking of is whenever I watched, especially when I was younger, like would watch a movie or TV show when like a known character is kidnapped and, you know, and then they cut to, you know, the, the kidnapped person, either he's like with the villain, like they're like bound and gagged or they left him bound and gagged somewhere. And, you know, and then it shows what the other characters are doing, you know, maybe they're trying to rescue him or something like that. And then, you know, like kind of like the cutting of back and forth, like how much that always, just, like I always fucking ate that shit up as a kid. Like I always loved just the suspense of all of that, of just kind of knowing that this character is, you know, bound and stowed away somewhere and is kind of waiting to be rescued. And yeah, like I, I'm like just the, the, the excitement of that, like. So. The next question that I wrote for you before the show was, have you attended any Kikuyu social events? Obviously, I know you've been to the Eagle and that, but yeah, what other events have you attended? Um, I am a member of the New Jersey Home of Lost Pups and okay. JHLP. And um, there have been a lot of events uh, with that that I've gone to. I'm also, uh, there's one where it's New York Pups and Handlers, uh, NYPA, I call it. Um, I've been to a couple events with that. Just basically the like event events that I've been to kinkwise have all been puppy related. Okay, cool. I want to go to like a bondage one, but like there aren't really a lot of them during Ms. Rona. So yeah, during the pandemonium, the panoramic, the Brandon and I do that too. I shouldn't say it because people actually talk about it, but ever since Cody and Jackson mentioned how they've heard people call it a controller virus, I'll be like, oh, what the controller virus. Like, yeah, I'm sure there's things that we haven't been told about it, but all these people have died and you are making it, you're one, politicising it, and two, making it this big thing of vaccines are bad. Yeah, and it somehow has to do with, like, the United States election. Oh, that is the one that pisses me off the most because here in Australia, I could not give a fuck who your president is. I mean, okay, yeah, I care, but do you really think the rest of the world cares enough to go through this lockdown upon lockdown? Like, I don't understand People think it's a hoax. What would be the benefit? There is no benefit to a lockdown unless it's to stop the spread of a fucking pandemic. I mean, I feel like this is just like a big example of people just can't process like the fact that like we're living through like a historical kind of thing of like, because it's like, I mean, we think of shit like, okay, like the Spanish flu, like the, you know, the Great Depression of like things kind of like that, like big historical things that people fucking lived through, regular people like us, but just back then. 
And but we we can't imagine ourselves living through like a period like that. So it's like, no, it has to be fake. It has to be a hoax. Like I can't accept that this is actually like real and shit like this happens in our lifetime. Like you've hit a nail on the head there. Ignorance is bliss and ignorance is company. I get it. I won't lie and say I'm not terrified about where the future if where the future's going if we're ever gonna fucking have a future at this point fucking terrifying i wish i could I, no actually I'd, I'd rather be terrified than ignorant mm. it's because yeah it's like and then it just shows us like how like feeble we are that like yeah. this kind of shit could just happen like out of nowhere for no reason like yeah. you know there's nobody to blame for this like i mean the u.s likes to you know blame china or whatever and people just want to scapegoat somebody just because you know it's like this is somebody's fault but it's like these things just happen i get you need someone you want someone to make but it's just not it's not gonna help it's not about who's at fault it's about how can we move forward how can we fix the problem so what was you say is your favorite piece of gear gear i definitely say my pup hood yeah just because of like it's so personal because like the design is all mine and stuff and it's sort of it's like a part of in the puppy community like what your hood design is it's like a part of your identity it's like it's very personal so like and that that one i call him bunny because that's my pup name is bunny that's cute <laughs> so uh i have a little box with a wig head and it's that and it his says bunny oh that's really sweet <laughs> it's interesting because um yeah like a guy that i've been playing with um he's been mostly a dom for as long as we've been talking and he recently has gotten more comfortable switching um and like and he has like okay so he doesn't like you using necessarily like tape like for like for tying people he doesn't really like using rope um most of his stuff is like you know like leather restraints and straps and zip ties and things like that that are fast and efficient and he likes he likes i mean he likes being mummified we haven't gotten to the point of me mummifying him but i think i'll do that eventually but um he likes sleep sacks and yeah it's like and he has a pup hood he's not full into pup play but he he like he dislikes hoods in general he has like several different kinds of hoods but his favorite one because it's the most comfortable is his pup hood like he just likes wearing it he likes um the feel of it like when i when i put him in a sleep sack and yeah it's like he he really likes that and then i don't know and then it's it's kind of cute because once again he doesn't do the whole pup play thing but i don't know so when i have him like tied like that and everything i would kind of call him like a pup or something he he loves like smelling like underwear and shit so i'll stuff like um like you know dirty underwear like in in his snout so he could so he could you know lay there and kind of smell it and then yeah it's like and if i bring up anything referencing um him being a pup he does like kind of bark a little everything which i think is cute yeah yeah, I really love the pup hoods just because they really show off the eyes. Like, I've told a lot of people, like, if they'll be, like, asking, like, on Recon or Grinder if I want to, like, trade picks. I'm like, I'd rather see your eyes before I see your dick. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm a very intimate person, and so I really like seeing somebody's eyes. It's a weird thing for me. It's not like, I wouldn't call it a kink. It's just, like, a personal preference. I like eyes. Yeah. Like, eye contact is really big for me, especially in, like, a session or something. Fair enough. I get it. But yeah, it's like, I mean, I mean, first of all, I'm kind of in, indi- I'm kind of indifferent to just seeing dicks and things like that. Like, uh, yeah, it's like, I mean, I would much rather see a guy's face, especially if, you know, if I don't know, if we're just getting to know each other. I mean, I mean, that's just important, like to see somebody's face. And yeah, it's like that. And I even remember making a joke because a guy I followed for a while on Instagram, I don't think he ever followed me back, but I was just interested in his content. So I was like, whatever. Um, One day, I think I got his attention because I liked something of his. And then he just like messaged me. And then we had like a very short exchange. And then all of a sudden, he just sent me an unsolicited picture of his dick, but in, in a cock cage and i was kind of like you know what I, i'm more okay with that than if your dick was wasn't in a cage and it was erect like yeah that's something that makes it a little less strange it's less it's less aggressive it's not just like oh look here's you know my dick like just hanging or something it's it's it, it's tamed it's in a cage yeah it's like it goes from an unsolicited dick pic to an unsolicited kink pic yeah and it seems to be a little bit less inappropriate still kind of inappropriate but they're both unsolicited mm. 
Because, yeah, it's like, it's kinky. And then I feel like the other thing is like, it's more submissive. So I, I kind of like that, like, because I feel like it's a very dumb move to just like, oh, here's my dick. Like, and, yeah. But like, if it's in a cage, it's, you know, there's a humiliation aspect to it. It makes his dick look small. And yeah, like, it, it, it's caged. Yeah, it's like, it, you can tell it's a lot more for them than it is for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although sending a dick pic in general just is mostly for them it's just even more so if it's caged i mean i'm i'm more okay with it if it's caged yeah like than if it's a full-on erect dick or something like yeah i don't get the appeal behind sending a dick pic i'm very open about that i do not like them i don't like taking them receiving them yeah i mean i did okay i did um i chat with one of my friends but keep in mind this is one of my best friends so we're like i've known this person for over a year we have a good rapport but we were video chatting like sending video message back and forth and <laughs> He kept zooming in on his face. And I was like, oh, what color are your eyes? Is that a brown eye? And then I moved the camera and flashed in my asshole. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I feel like no, I, I wanted to say that that's a very pup move. But then I was like, no, that's actually a very cat move. Kids, cats are always like, oh, look, here's my asshole. Yes. Oh, my God. I think that's just a very Sammy move. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. I like it's just kind of like, oh, wow, you have nice eyes. Here's my anus <laughs> so what are your plans for the weekend you could not get away with that unless it was someone you were like best friends with i would not just go to a random person and be like i see your brown eyes do you want to see my brown eye <laughs> we're talking about butts for some reason and i sent them a photo and i moved, i just pushed my stomach in i'm a bit flabby but i pushed it in so it looked like a butt like that i made it i zoomed in enough that you couldn't see it was a stomach sent it to him he's like oh Hairy butt. <laughs> Not quite a butt, buddy. Don't judge me. Like, you guys don't do this shit with your best friends. <laughs> What's the next question? <laughs> They're like the two most random things I've ever done, like, I think. Yeah, I was on FaceTime after showering and I made a joke about like, yeah, you're going to see my butt. Oh no, you missed it. And then my one friend freaked out. She was like, no! Damn it! I didn't see! Oh. <laughs> do you have any other gear? I have a muzzle, like a cheap Amazon muzzle. Okay. And I ha I call it a neck corset, a separate thing where it's like, it goes from like the bottom of your nose to like the base of your neck. Okay. And it closes with like, like buckles. Okay. Oh my. Like a belt. And it is the most ineffective gag because it holds your jaw, but then you still can fully, like it doesn't hold anything in. That's shit. So what I do is I pair that with the muzzle. So then it's like the muzzle has like a posture collar on it. Okay. Wow. And then I have um a ball gag that I got from a friend and that's it. And then there's, of course, the ropes and stuff and like the tape. Yeah. Well covered. Every, every single one of us has duct tape. You can't, you can't, you can't sit at our table if you don't have duct tape. <laughs> in your hand and around your mouth. Yeah, I remember getting so excited um, because, yeah, like uh, the guy I keep mentioning uh, that I played with, he recently moved to the apartment that he lives in now. And his, of course, his kink stuff was like the last, you know, the last stuff that he unpacked um, just because, you know, he basically moved in and had to get right back to work. So he didn't really have a lot of time to do that. So after meeting me and, you know, realizing he could trust me in his house and everything, um, he had me kind of help him like go through all of it and I remember when I found that he has like extra thick duct tape I was just so fucking excited <laughs> like, I was like I really want to play with this like <laughs> he didn't steal it oh no I, I mean he he lives super close to me and we play all the time so I mean I... maybe if it was a vanilla friend that you just helped move then he'd be like well I have more use for it than he does okay yeah speaking of mopping we, we were talking about mopping earlier like I like I have stolen so much like tape and like things like that like um I I've stolen from my ex I've stolen because he like I brought up before he always brings home like an athletic kind of tape because he's a nurse so it's like they use it for like bandaging and shit and he would always just bring like a small roll and just kind of leave them like around the house so I I always take those he never had to wear ties okay yeah it's like he never took care of his ties so they were always in poor condition and I like I like using ties as restraints so I stole like all of his ties and <laughs> Um, yeah, it's like, so part of the tie collection I have specifically for restraining, um, a lot of them were his. 
Right now, Knott's Nuts' ears are ringing right now. Hi, Buck. <laughs> He's like, I feel a disturbance. I mean, he doesn't necessarily like, well, he, he said he likes the idea of ties for restraints, but he doesn't, uh, well, when we had him on the podcast, he said he hasn't tried that before, but because he's very particular of how ties are used and he also doesn't like damaging them. Yes. I mean, I don't like, if it's a tie I wear, I will not tie myself with it um or gag myself with it or anything because i mean i want it to look nice um but yeah it's like and the way i like talking about stealing shit from people especially if i want to use it for something kinky is i'm giving it a happier home of i'm appreciating it more. <laughs> like it's like fucking cat for adoption oh i will love this more than you will ever love it so you're in a better place now hashtag adopt don't shop just had to throw that out there <laughs> I have a dog. He's adopted. He's a rescue, actually. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Adopt kink gear. (laughs) Adopt subs. Oh. If only y'all could see Chris's cute little puppy pose. Just hit him up in the DM if you're like, Chrissy, boy wonder, show us your puppy pose. Yeah, just ask him for it. Like Like a good boy. Like a good boy. Just come to him with a treat and he'll give you what you want. Depends on the treat. Oh, yeah. Well, come to me with a treat. I'll give you what you want. Especially if that treat is chocolate mm. or octa. Right now, I'm just craving fries. Ooh. I mean, I had a caramel cheesecake for my 30th. For reference to people who know me, this is filmed two days after my birthday. I'm not reminiscing about a day that was three months ago. I was dreading turning 30, but I was just looking forward to making a caramel cheesecake. I just wanted an excuse to make a caramel cheesecake. So I was fantasizing about the caramel cheesecake for about three or four months. Mm. Oh, and I was planning on, I was having Chinese for my birthday night. So all day at work, I was like, just thinking, so looking forward to some spring rolls. Just dying for some spring rolls. More of a Japanese food person, because I'm a... Okay. Yeah, because I am Japanese, so it, like, checks out. (laughs) So, yeah, so you got all the food that you wanted for your birthday? Um, Yeah, I mean, this Chinese wasn't great. The fried rice was really shit. Oh. But the rest of it was all right. The spring rolls were good, so I was happy with the spring rolls. Yeah, and it's funny that you say that about cheesecake, because I made so many cheesecakes like during quarantine and shit and when I was living with my ex. And then ever since I moved, I've never, I, I haven't made it like because I just, I don't know, haven't thought to, you know, buy all the ingredients and do all that shit. But yeah, with the holidays coming up, I do want to make a cheesecake at some point. And yeah, then now that I'm thinking about it, like, yeah, like I'm fucking like fantasy about it yeah of of like oh my god it's been so long since i've had it like you know it's it yeah like i mean i remember like i know how to make it pretty good so it's just like yeah like probably next week i will um something i've been liking doing um was is having a guy like tied up while i cook or something and then we've been talking about like when there's more time of doing something that's a little bit more time consuming like you know like making a turkey or baking something or you know something that's a little bit more like that and then have like kind of like a longer term session so yeah i get i i i become a fucking housewife (laughs) when i'm a dom for some reason so (laughs) i've been wanting to do that for a bit i've actually uh been a couple doms have been like telling me that they wanted to try that where it's like they're working from home and then like i'm tied up like on the couch next to them or like they're cooking and i'm tied up there like i want I want to do that. I want to do that so bad. Because it's like, those are like kind of boring, regular things, but it's just fun if like someone is tied up there and like, you know, you take a break and you check on them and you play with them a little and then, you know, and then you wash your hands and get back to whatever it was you were doing. All right, guys, we're going to leave it there for today. I do have a story to tell about the time I was tied up in a guy's office while he worked. (laughs) So I'll get onto that at the start of next week's show. So make sure you join Nat, Chris and I next week. We will also get into how we commenced our kinkstagrams. Until then, I'm Sammy. And I'm Nat. Have a good night, guys.